ready? All right, today we have Steve K on with the 14 day challenge. I wanna welcome everybody back to another uh, session with me here, Valerie Williams. And again, we welcome Steve, founder, CEO, pop dad, serial entrepreneur and all of those things. So Steve, welcome to uh, Coaching with Valerie here. This is gonna be our third session here on my channel. I wanna again, thank you for coming along to do this. Um, you know, I've met you through coming on with the Marketing Hat Group and the 14 Day Challenge, now known as Cast Your Net. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Steve, and, and just your journey and how, what is 14 Day Challenge? How'd that come about? All right, little, I guess a little bit about me. I was a homeless heroin addict up until about 2001, 28 years old. And then I had a radical encounter with Jesus Christ. And um, yeah, I got, I got set free from a heroin addiction, uh, major, major homelessness, heroin addiction. I got set up uh, at a local church uh, where my pastor and the elders and the leadership there happened to be all businessmen. And he was a financial planner on Wall Street and kind of took me under his wing. And uh, when, I, when I came out of that lifestyle of drugs and, you know, just stealing and homelessness. And um, I worked for them, not work, but I, I did things for the mafia, right? And um, when you live that lifestyle, you know, after I, after I had this encounter with God, after I got clean, uh, I kind of said, I kind of thought to myself, like, oh, I have a a whiteboard so I can just wipe out according to what I read that my whole passion has got wiped out. Then I thought, well, wait a minute, I got this in my hand. I might as well figure out what I want to do. And I, and I really asked God, I said, I want to be like this, like this, like this. I thought about the type of man I want to be, the type of family I want to create, the type of wife I want to have. I wasn't married. And, and uh, lo and behold, I got connected to this church that had the exact, these two men, they were like, perfect models for me. They took me under their wing and they taught me business. They taught me everything, you wow. know, and it was cool. And, and, uh, I didn't ask for money. I really, I volunteered. I worked for free. One of them ended up hiring me for $10 an hour. And I ended up becoming his vice president of sales Wow! Uh, in a very short time in about eight years. And, uh, it was amazing. My heart though is entrepreneurship evangelism. I like uh, opportunity. I like teaching people. Uh, my, my heart is really just to help people, help people figure things out. I have a knack, like a gift. I, I don't know how else to explain it. I know how to launch things. I know how to do things. So if you have an idea and you don't know how to do it, talk to me for 30 minutes and I'll, I'll, I'll show you exactly how to do it. And it doesn't matter what industry it is. I just have this gifting to do that. So I started and sold four companies. And uh, I've got a nonprofit, a couple other companies I'm working on, 14 Day Challenge as well. I do a lot of cryptocurrency investing and uh, that, that, that's pretty much it. Did I answer your question? Did I go along? No, you did. Steve, just be yourself. This is impromptu. We are just here, just kind of just having like a little living room discussion and talking. Oh, I love it. Great. About your journey. So, you know, nothing formal here. So you have gotten a natural gift to teach and just to launch things and put things together. Talk a little bit more about that. Like, when did you realize that you had this gift to launch things? Way too late in life, way too late in life. Um, 
I didn't, it's like this. When I was growing up as a kid, my parents, especially my mother, wanted me to be a doctor, right? But I was always dreaming about making money. You know, from the time I was 12, I was hustling. I was, I was selling stuff, you know. I was taking pictures in parks and saying, hey, I, got, I was kept capturing people with that uh, Kodak Insta, you know, the Insta film. So I would take pictures of people in these uh, natural moments, say, hey, if you want it, you know, I'm not spying, but 10 bucks. And I would start making money with that. And then I got pressured into learning, going into biology and medicine. And man, it, it just, it was just went wrong. I was miserable and uh, it was miserable. It was once I got saved, once I got around these people, I realized I could be anything. Well, I said, if I can be anything, I want to be, I want to create businesses. I want to launch businesses. And um, a lot of it was finding these giftings in me that I didn't know existed, right? Because you see a man right now who's talking to, I don't know how many people, but um, man, I was so introverted. I was so shy. Like it was painful, you know? I was never, I was never secure myself. And it was kind of like this journey of finding out like, okay, I have a new chance on life. Uh, I'm not gonna waste a single second, right? Because at 28 years old, I finally got a new chance on life on April 11th, I said, I'm not gonna waste a single second. And I, I read somewhere, you know, I, I'm a Christian, I read in my Bible, it said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I said, man, I can do all things. And I thought back to the time before I knew God, how I was, how uh, I would listen to all these gurus, like Tony Robbins and all these people. Yes. And I knew I had incredible power within me. You know, it was almost like I was afraid to see how great I could be. Mm. Not in arrogance, but like, how 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 great can my life be? And remember, at that point, I was introverted, shy. I was a homeless heroin addict. You know, like I didn't. But something inside me said, "Hey, wait a minute! I could literally be anything I want." And the only thing stopping me is this. So then I started thinking. I started playing this game with myself. This is going to sound strange, but I started playing this game. I said, "Okay, if I want to be this type of person." Right. I wanted to be a successful businessman, happily married with children, a firm belief in my faith. Uh, and I, I said, OK, well, how do I have to be? What do I have to act like? And so I would study. Like, remember, I told you those two guys I wanted to be like, I would. Yes. I, yeah. would, I would just watch what they did. So my pastor, who was a financial planner, Peter Roselli, he would get up at five and go to the gym. Guess what I did? I want to be like him. I got up at five, went to the gym. And what I found out was this, the internet was just emerging, really emerging then. And through the internet, I was able to get access to some really famous people and model what they were doing. So I would follow Tim Ferriss, Bill Johnson, um, all these people that, interest, that, 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 that I was interested in. The Iceman from the Netherlands who sits in frozen water. I said, how does he do that? How's his mind so strong? So I would, I would connect with him. Yeah, I love and, it. And it would, I would model them. And I found out that I didn't have to do 100% of what they did. But if I just did 80% of what they did, I got a massive result. So if I wanted to learn how to invest, like, for example, I, I taught myself how to do currency investing. Uh, back in 2013, 2012, 2013, 
I was invest. I was doing currency trading. Oh, well, I don't have. I don't have a degree. I don't have any financial training. So you know what I did? I searched on the internet. I watched people, and I became friends with this guy out in Seattle, out in Washington State, who's trading currencies. And I said, "Hey, can I just follow what you're doing?" And as he was doing it, I'm asking him questions, and sometimes he'd answer. Sometimes I was annoying, but I would just follow what he did, you know. And, and again, I'm a Christian, so it's kind of how Jesus taught his disciples. He showed them what to do. They saw what he did, and then he said, "Okay, now you go do it. Lay your life down for other people." Right? That's what Jesus said. Lay your life down for other people. Have your life be something for other people. And so for me, I said, well, that's an example of how I can, how am I going to get all this knowledge? Right? I can't, I'm not going to go to school again. I can't go to Harvard. I can't get, I don't have money to go to school, but I can follow people who went to school, who have success and pick up their principles that they do every day that's and implement. And what I found out was it's not the most important thing. wasn't finding out what their business plan was, not finding out what their marketing strategy was. It was finding out what is your daily habit? And if I want to really pinpoint it for the people listening, I focused on what was their morning routine. Come on, Steve. And when I focused on their morning routine and implemented their morning routine, I found that I was in a state that they were in where everything was possible. So I don't, I was like, okay, this guy's, you know, getting up at five. This guy's doing ice baths. So, and I would follow people. This guy's reading the Bible every day. This guy's, following Tim Ferriss, this guy's following this investor. And I would, this guy does breathing, this guy does meditation. And I would follow what works. And what I found out was that the, the highest, the, the peak of the peak, the best of the best, all had a morning routine. And if you look at it, it's like, it doesn't really mean anything. It's nothing, but it's doing it every day for a period of time, creates this uh, strength inside of you. Right, and you start thinking like them. There's a um, there's a thing called uh, neuro linguistic programming where uh, you can, if you want to find out how the person across from you is feeling, all you do is mirror them. You mirror their movements. Like if you mirrored my breathing patterns, if you movement, if you mirror did exactly how I move my arms, breathe and spoke, you would realize I'm in an excited state. I'm in a state of this is my wheelhouse. You can see I'm excited about this. I love this, you know, and, and you could tap into that state. And that's really what I did. I did that in anything I wanted to do. I started a real estate investment company when I was in America. I went out to the best real estate investor I can get my hands on in New Jersey. Man, I was at his door every morning. Dude, you're going to show me what to do. Come on, man. Get out of here, kid. Dude, you're going to show me what you're doing. And I was there all the time. And he just showed me everything. Well, guess what mm. I did? I wrapped up 14 houses, sold 14 houses, made $25,000 profit. And I found, oh, I didn't go to school. I followed this guy that was doing it. And that is the secret to, I think, success everywhere is if you want to do something, find someone who's doing it, doing it well, and mirror what they do. And um, the truth is, and this is cutting into my business, but you don't have to, now with the internet, you don't have to buy these expensive courses Right. 7,000, 10,000. You could find almost everything for free. Almost everywhere. And everyone's doing these chats. So you can you can connect with really amazing people. They're doing extraordinary things through chat. And it's amazing how this mentorship works. So 
uh, yeah, mentoring is a huge thing. Following them and, and testing. You can't be afraid to fail. Like I realized some guys get up and run. That's not me. I'm not a runner. I'm a weightlifter. I can do that, right? I like going doing cold plunges. I like doing all those type of things. So yoga is not my gig, right? I'm not doing yoga. You know, I'm not I'm not the meditation guy. Although I meditate on certain things, like a prayerful type. So I you test and and in doing this, I found all these gifts I didn't know I had because I never tried it. It's kind of like one day just wake up and saying trying to play the piano and realize. Holy crap, I can play the piano? Are you kidding me? And you're like, watch this. And then you just show people. And you don't know until you try. Right. And, um, and, and, and that is a key mindset is you have to give yourself permission to fail. Say that again, Steve. You said something about key mindset. The One key of the key mindset, minds. The key mindset is you have to give yourself permission to fail. You have to say, it's okay to fail. And if you want to go to the root of that, it comes down to pride and ego. The, the reason people don't try and don't go out on a limb and don't go do something full force is because they are afraid of failing and looking bad out to the public. They're embarrassed. They're ashamed. So let me ask you this. Okay. Because we're going to, you know, once this gets posted, we, you know, we always have a mixed multitude, right? And we're going to have all different kinds of people watching this. So, we, we, you know, we'll have the entrepreneur. We probably won't even have the entrepreneur. So what would you say to the audience now? Give them some tips for um, how they would break that route. So, you know, this mindset where they're scared to fail, they are just in this vice where they don't want to fail. And the root is pride. What are some tips to get over and deal with this pride? Uh, do things that you would be ashamed of doing. Mm. I'm not kidding. Mm. I'm going to give you a very practical. Yeah, give me, give thing. us some, some example. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm still overweight, but I was really overweight years ago. And uh, so going to the beach, going to the spa or something, you know, and making myself vulnerable uh, is a big thing. Um, and, and realizing no one really cares. No one's really interested and no one's really looking at me. You know why? Because everyone's too busy worried about how they look to others. So they don't care what you look like. They're too busy worried about how does he look at me? Mm -hmm. Is my, is my, is my, should I suck in my gut? Is my hair good? Are my eyebrows good? They don't give a crap about you. Everybody's focused on them. It's, it, it, they're all selfish, right? So the first thing you realize is no one really cares. One, two, um, I like doing things that people say I can't do. So getting into an ice bath um, and sitting in an ice bath for three minutes, five minutes, swimming in ice water, um, staying in a sauna for an hour when everyone says 15 minutes, like just doing things that people say, oh, you can't do that. That's really how I, I did a lot of what I did was just to show people that I can. And to, to myself, it was more to myself, jumping out of an airplane, right? Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm afraid of heights. I'll, let me jump out of an airplane. I did it once, I did it eight more times, a total of nine times. 
Mm. Uh, and I, you start realizing, you know, I don't want to use this term, but you start realizing that you are superhuman in many ways. You can live impossible all the time. Your mindset holds you back. If I go into an ice bath, for example, and I sit there for, for, for 10 minutes or 15 minutes, if I go in there focusing on how cold it is, I'm out. But I focus on my breathing. I focus on the nature around me, maybe a, a grass or a tree. I focus on something in within. And before I know it, the ice melt is melting around me because I'm producing so much heat. And what you realize is you are capable of doing extraordinary things. You haven't even come close to tapping what's in you. And I think people should do more experiments on themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, do more experiments, try something, try something new. Right. And um, so the way to do is you got to work that muscle and start with something small. Like if you don't like sushi, try sushi. Like if you th the thought of raw fish makes you nauseous, go ahead and have some. <laughs> I'm serious. Little things. And then well, I, you, I love it. <laughs> you build up. You build up slowly, slowly. And then before you realize, people are looking at you like you're like you're superhuman. Like, how did you do that? And to you, it's just a normal day for me. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, really mindset, number one, number one, and looking bad. Just check your ego at the door. At the end of your life, man, you are not going to give a crap with people that you look good. What you're going to regret most is the, is the chances and the things you thought about doing and never did. If I look back at my life and I look at all the things I tried, the things I regret are not the things I failed at. They're not the things that were public failures. The things I regret are the things I never tried. Hmm. And man, I lose sleep over the opportunities that I did not try because I was afraid. Fear, kill that thing, man. Kill that. Whatever religion you, you, you believe, you, you know, you gotta kill, you kill fear uh, with faith. And I call it, we can call it risk. We can spell faith, R-I-S-K, that's how we spell faith. Remember that Rolaids commercial? How do you spell relief? R-O-L-A-I-D-S? Yeah. Well, how, how do you spell faith? R-I-S-K. And that's how you <laughs> overcome fear. And you realize that you have been given, you've been given an extraordinary mind. You've been given an extraordinary body. And the thing that's holding you back is yourself. And it's usually fear. And here's the other thing. Fear is always some sort of false evidence appearing real. Most of the things that, we're, that we fear never happen. Like I just did this with my wife two weeks ago because we're moving from one farm to another and there's a lot of moving parts. We got it's a big farm, animals. I mean, there's a ton of stuff we're moving. And she has all these fears. So I said, list them out. And day by day, we checked off all those fears. Not a single fear that she had came to pass. Not even close. And most of us live our lives in this fear of what if, what if could happen? Oh no. As opposed to, well, let's see. And man, that to me is the essence of life. It's the passion of life, you know, trying new things. It's, it's endless. And if you realize there's no failing, it's just trying and doing and trying and doing and you're learning. Every experience is learning. I love it. And uh, you approach it that way. Man, you are unstoppable. I don't care what industry you are, you are unstoppable. 
but if you like for me i invested in cryptocurrency i'm like why don't i have a degree i don't have any when i was investing in a normal currency uh currency trading i don't have these guys have been trading for 20 years how can i compete well i can't what i did was i found people that i had access to that were doing really well i followed them and i learned from that and i didn't know you don't you don't realize all these gifts like i have this gift for for public speaking preaching if you haven't figured it out i didn't know that i was an introvert i thought everyone thought i was stupid everyone didn't want to hear me and then one day i just decided i was gonna do it now everybody come speak come speak huh can you you know I'm, I'm on a webinar every single day now <laughs> and i never as a kid would have thought of that had i not tried it and it's awkward and you feel weird but when you realize life is short and you have a little bit of time here, it's like a vapor, then you're like, what am I wasting for who? What am I, what am I waste? What am I afraid of really? You know? And, um, I'd rather die trying than die being afraid. Right. Right. So let me ask you this, cause you have embraced this, you know, how scripture talks about, you know, through Christ, we can do anything. You know, so if you had to be a superhero, what superhero would it be? I would be Superman. I mean, that that's that's that I've gotten that word so many times that they see me as a Clark Kent and then a Superman because uh, just this morning I was teaching people on funding accounts and exchanges, and then but Saturday I was baptizing thirty people and and getting them filled with the Holy Spirit. So that that's a super part. <laughs> You know, there's a business part and um, yeah, I would be Superman, uh, I guess, or I'll be Jesus. Is he a super, he'd be a superhero. I mean, Jesus, you know why? Because that guy had just had the patience, like, ah, oh, dealing with these fish. I mean, think about this. He's, he created the whole world. He knows everything. He's dealing with these, whatever. And he has just patience and patience and he lays his life down too. Right. He didn't say, he didn't demand like, wealth and castles and palaces he let his let down to me that takes enormous courage you got to be a real man to do that man to lay your pride and ego down you know and lay your own life down that's extraordinary courage there's nothing braver on the planet to do that, that that's crazy to me and then to die the, the death he had so if it wasn't superman if jesus is considered a superhero i'd probably be jesus Amen. Amen. You mentioned something earlier. I'm drawing down notes. When you see my head down there, I'm catching these little value bombs that you're dropping. You mentioned runner versus weightlifter. Talk a little bit more about that. Well, I would follow these routines of people, right? People who, who, who and, and a lot of times they would do some sort of exercise. They would do yoga, a meditation in the morning. You know, they would, pro it, a lot of them spoke about priming their body, priming their mind. You know, it's almost like getting ready for the day. And uh, I would mirror people and I would test things out. And, I, and so people went running, so I would try to run. I hated it, hate it. My, it hurt my knees, everything. Like I'm not built for that. But then I read, I read uh, uh, a book on Arnold Schwarzenegger, his routine still to this day in the morning. I said, I could do that. And I loved it. I loved it. And I did it. So th that's kind of just testing uh, what I what I like. And 
Uh, if you see in my behavior, I, I'm more of a, a weightlifter than, than a long distance runner, right? I'm more of a powerful short bursts versus, right? And that's why I'm built for startups because I'm a powerful short burst, right? So you see, you can tell a lot about yourself by the things you like and that you don't like, the movies you like, the music you like, the, 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 the kind of things you like to do, whether it's outdoors or fitness, and it, and it mirrors really well with what you're doing in life. Interesting, interesting. So talk a little bit more about that. So get, use yourself as an example now. So some of the things that you like to do versus how that mirrors what you're actually doing now, even in business. I love spending time alone in nature with God. I, I mean, I speak to, again, this is my faith. I'm not putting my faith, you're Buddhist, Muslim. I'm not putting them, I'm telling you for me. I spend time and I speak to my God, my creator in nature. I love it. He speaks to me there. You know, that sounds weird to you, but I connect to this divine presence in nature and I like doing it. So I prefer working alone. I prefer, my wife is the opposite. My wife likes to work in teams. It drives me nuts. How do you work with someone next to you? I can't stay, I can't do it. You know, let alone 20 people, she loves that. You know, so when she's doing an activity, her thing is she wants to be with people. I'd rather go by myself on a walk, on a bike ride, on a boat ride, right? Uh, right? That's kind of how I de decompress, stress out, think things through. My wife is the opposite. She has to have people around her, you know? So she's not taking long nature walks by herself up a mountain. She's calling her mom, her sister, her, her brother and asking for advice. You see the difference? And right. so the way I act there in nature is the same way I act in my business is I'm, um, I like running, I, I do my best work by myself. Um, and, and that took a lot of courage to do just saying I'm an entrepreneur, just saying, Hey, this is the way I work best. For example, I have weird hours. I'll work sometimes from 4am till 12. Right. One, and then I may just take off, go go jump in the pool for two hours. I may take a nap and then I'll come back from three till nine and work again. Right. And, or even more confusing for people is it, it, depending on the type of work I'm doing, if I'm writing copy, if I'm writing stuff, man, I don't put a schedule on it. When that creativity comes, great. So I'll play video games for like three hours. And all of a sudden, boom, the copy comes. I'm on my computer typing away, you know, or, or, or sometimes I'll just watch a movie and all of a sudden, bam, the idea comes to me. Now, I can't do that in a corporate office. If, if, if they didn't call me watching Netflix, you know, they'd be like, what are you doing? And if I told them it was my creative process, I'd be fired. But this is my creative process, you know. So I listen to a lot of music, a, a wide range. I mean, you name it, I listen to it. I'm not kidding everything. I have a real eclectic taste and I listen to it loud blasting. I want the, I want every animal on my farm to hear <laughs> Steve's in the house rocking out. And that's how I get my best ideas there. I can't do that. So it took me a while to one, figure out what triggered uh, this high performance in me. Two, I had to have the courage to give myself permission to do it because it was so far outside what the normal person thought. Right, right. Right? And then they're like, oh, you're so weird. It was like, yeah, you know what? Forget you, dude. This works for me and that's it.
I'm not a nine to fiver. I'm not. I'm, I never will be. My wife is. I can't stand it. I need. I I paint walls. I write things on my walls. I I listen to music. I I read. I I I, I watch films. And out of that comes copy, comes ideas. And then, there, you know, so one, finding out through testing, two, having the courage and the permission to say, this is the way I work best. I love what COVID did because people now at home are probably far more productive. They right. could they wanted to. Right. I know for me, if I went to an office environment, I would just die, I would wilt. My creativity goes out, my spark, this excite, this energy you feel for me, gone. Why? Because I got to submit to the culture around me. Right. So right. be you. Do you? Absolutely. So let's back up a little bit. Now, you mentioned to your pastor was a businessman, these two men, and they were businessmen, and they were like your mentors. You gravitated and you watched everything that they did. Yeah. So are they still in your life today? Yes. Okay. Not, not in a way, not in that way. It, it's funny because they're actually modeling me on some of the stuff that I'm doing. Sure. So sure. I kind of became I, I I became a forerunner in many areas mm. for them. Mm. And, right. And, and but man, when I really need advice, when I'm I don't know what to do, those are the guys I go to. Amen. Amen. So what have you picked up? Tell us some nuggets, um, some value bombs that you picked up from the, your first two mentors that were pastors. <clears throat> work hard. Don't be afraid of work. Mm -hmm. um, do everything prayerfully. Um, and um, no, really know, knowing what the purpose is behind everything is a big one. I think you're frozen. I think you're frozen. Valerie. All right, Valerie, looks like I lost you. So uh, I'd be happy to do this again or finish up. So I'm going to pause the recording and send it over through the transfer.